Welcome to the Northridge Vineyard Podcast. We're a real community of people who are passionate about pursuing God and growing in our relationship with Him. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information and other resources, please visit northridge.org.au. It's been a really interesting journey for me preparing this morning. And uh, we, we were going to... Well, we kind of are, but not kicking off a new series. And so I had my thing that I was going to talk on. And probably for the last few weeks, I've really been wrestling with it. And, and nothing's been coming. And it's, quite frankly, been really frustrating. Um, and, and I've been doubting myself. And I've been questioning God. And anyway, doing lots, of, lots and lots of wrestling. And, and then just a couple of days ago, so I kind of say this as a preface, this is a little unprepared, this message, just so you know, but uh, a couple of days ago, I really felt the Lord put something very specific on my heart, and I kind of wasn't quite connected with what I was going to talk on, but sort of was, and I fought him at first, because it felt too simple, and because it was really short. But he knew that we were going to go over, you see. So he knew I only needed a short talk this morning. So score God. Um, but, but also that it was really simple. And so I actually, so it must have been four, three or four days ago. So for two days I fought him. And I argued with him. And I tried to do the old stuff. And he was like, I've already told you what you need to do. Come on, come on. Anyway, I finally relented a couple of days ago. Um, and so that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to share this morning. I deeply and strongly sense that this is for some very specific people this morning, um, that the Lord is wanting to remind specific people that he hears you, that he knows you, and that he loves you. And so I'm just going to step out in faith a little bit and, and just share what I feel like he's put on my heart. Um, to share this morning. Um, I'm going to kick off with a couple of stories. Uh, as you know, this year, as we are heading into this year, we are sharing stories about sharing our faith or listening to the Lord and listening to his promptings and then acting out on them. And um, I, I want to tell you two stories. I want to tell you one where I got it incredibly wrong. Well, actually, I didn't get it wrong. I just refused to listen. And one where I listened and felt like I made a fool of myself. Because I think, you know, in listening to the Lord, it's kind of, those are the both ends and everything in between. Um, But sometimes we see the most amazing things come out of that. So we have a, uh, we live up in Hornsby Heights and we have a florist, a, a guy from his house who sells flowers from his house. And a couple of years ago, or maybe it was about a year ago, I can't remember, I was walking, I'd often walk and drive past, and I felt the Lord very clearly say to me, you need to go and offer to pay for a new signboard that says flowers. I was like, really? That seems incredibly random. Um, But I felt it really strongly, and every time I walked past, I felt the Lord say, you need to go in and offer to pay for a new signboard for this guy for this florist. Um, I'm sad to say that I completely ignored the Lord 
um, looked the other way. It was like, Lord, this is crazy. Like, what they, they're going to think I'm a complete idiot. Anyway, about three or four months later, lo and behold, there was a new sign. And they had redone it. And then about four or five months after that, it all actually closed up. And I'm not sure what's happened to the family, whether they've just moved or what's happened to the gentleman. But I pray for him quite regularly because I feel like the Lord had been prompting me to do something and it probably had nothing. In fact, knowing the Lord, it had nothing to do with the new signboard. It was probably a way to share Jesus with him. So I am praying a lot that God has brought other people who will listen better than I will to that. The other story I wanted to share with you um, is I, um, I went to the hairdresser the other day and um, I was, I love the hairdresser by the way, I love having my hair washed. And uh, anyway, I was, that, sorry, that was beside the point, wasn't it? <laughs> um, and I was there and as um, one of the assistants came over and was kind of uh, just doing like they do a massage thing before, I felt God say to her, who say to me, tell her that I love her. Yeah, that was my reaction. I was like, no, 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 Lord. Anyway, what happens with me when I know that it's the Lord, I get heart palpitations and, and I can't breathe and, and like my heart kind of pulses in my head, in my ears. And so I know it's the Lord. Anyway, so very awkwardly after... She finished, I just grabbed her hand and I said, I just want to say that that was the most amazing massage I've ever had. Thank you so much. And I know this sounds really weird, but um, just feel, just felt to say God loves you. And she went, why? And I was like, oh no, Lord, I don't have the answer for that. <laughs> um, and I kind of stopped because that was an unexpected response. And I kind of stopped and then I went, because he knows you and he thinks you're really special. So I left it at that because obviously she had to go off and I had to go off and do my thing. Um, she was there when I paid and, and we kind of just had a very normal kind of nothing weird's happened here conversation. Um, anyway, so then, so this was the Thursday. Saturday, beautiful day, sitting with my family at the pool and there's this stupid dragonfly that keeps flying around me. Now, I'm not one to kind of get all spiritual on these kind of things, but I really felt the dragonfly was kind of like, you know, they don't usually do that, but he was like, at my face. And I just felt God say, you need to do a follow-up phone call to the salon. So you can ask Rob, I argued with the Lord, right? I was like, oh, this is silly. And the dragonfly, I finally turned to Rob and said, the stupid dragonfly is not going anywhere and I think it's the Lord telling me I have to phone the salon. So he just looked at me and said, okay, so, so even as I think about it now. So anyway, so I called and I'm like, what am I going to say? Like, so I called and I'm like, Hi, I just wonder if um, so-and-so is here. Uh, I Actually, I'd just like to leave her a message. Um, you know, she just did such a fantastic job when I was there the other day, um, and I just wanted to say thank you. Would you mind? I'll, I'll leave you my number so you can ask her to phone me. The lady on the other side is like, no, don't be silly. She's like, this is lovely, beloved. Just hang on a second. I'll go and get her. <laughs> so then I'm like... 
uh, like literally shaking. Oh my goodness, what do I say? This is going to be so awkward. Anyway, so she comes back and I'm like, hi, this is um, Bonnie and um, I saw you the other day and you kind of did the, you know, and she was like, oh yeah, she knew who I was. Yeah, and I'm like, I said, look, I just really felt to follow up because um, <laughs> I follow up and just, you know, just say thank you and all that. And she said, yeah, she said, you know, when you, when you said what you said to me, um, she said, I felt something I'd never felt before. And, um, and it was just, she's like, it was just, and I was like, it was weird, wasn't it? And she was like, yeah. She said, I'm sorry, I didn't want to offend you. But yeah, it was really weird. And so we talked a little bit about that. This is bearing in mind at the front desk of the salon. So I'm picturing everyone on the, you know, on the other side listening to her side of the conversation thinking, what on earth are they talking about? And so, and so we got to the end of the conversation and she said, thank you so much for following up. And I said, that's great. And I said, I'll see you when I come in next. And that was the end of the conversation. And um, I don't know anything else. But I know that that was a word in season for her. And um, I was reminded that it's okay if we look like fools. It really is okay if we feel awkward and uncomfortable. It really is okay. Because the Lord has got greater plans and purposes for us. And so um, what I've been reflecting on is how there is a sense of being childlike in the way that God asks us and calls us to listen to him. There is a sense of being abandoned with the Lord and ready to do whatever. But sometimes when we think of being abandoned and in awe and wonder with what the Lord has or asks us to do, we feel like, we have to check our brains out at the door. And I felt very specifically for a couple of people this morning that you've been told in order to completely embrace Jesus, you've had to stop asking questions. That in, in order to completely embrace all that the Lord has and how he speaks and healing and everything, that you've had to check your brain out at the, the door and that you shouldn't ask questions you shouldn't wrestle through things. And I felt that the Lord wanted to remind us this morning the difference between being childish and being childlike. You know, when, the, when the, Jesus is sitting and there's a crowd and the, chi- and the children come to him and the disciples are like, no, 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 this is a, it's almost like this is a childish thing. Jesus says, no, unless you come to me like one of these, you won't enter the kingdom of heaven. And yet Paul does talk in his letters about not being infants and not being immature like children. And so there's these two things that I think that the Lord just wanted to raise this morning. You know, um, there is a a wonder and and an amazement that children have that is an insatiable appetite to find out more about life, to be inquisitive Some of us have stopped being inquisitive in the Lord. And God wants to ask us to do that again. You know, when when my oldest 
was uh, very little, about two or three. Often when we were in the car, because I think that's just where you're thinking, she would look out the window or she would be thinking about something and she would ask these really intense questions like, Mummy, why is the moon following us? Or whatever. And usually if both Rob and I were in the car, so this is an insight into our family, right? Usually if both Rob and I are in the car, I'm like, oh, well, sweetie. And I'm thinking about, you know, some sort of fun, fantastical kind of explanation. She's two and a half. She's not going to want to know the ins and outs of science. And, you know, so I'll do this. And then Rob would answer with the, with the real answer. And uh, until I surprised, she'd be like, oh, wow. And she would really take it in. And so we've learned that, you know... I realise I'm the kind of, I like the big story, stories. But actually there was this beautiful little child asking these really intricate questions. And you know what? It brought joy to our hearts. And I felt like the Lord saying, your questions of wondering, your questions of doubt, your questions of um, not being sure about things, God, God is enthroned by them. It doesn't rattle him. In fact, he wants you to come to him because the childish response, the childish response is, I'm fine, I'm going to do it my way. So that's the other side of a child, right? If any of you have had under fives or you know, nieces, nephews, cousins, children, whatever, grandchildren, when the kids get it in their head that it's their way, their foot goes down and then it's like, let's see who can last the distance, right? That's childish. That's not childlike. And it's, it, it seems ironic because I was thinking how, you know, the world says as you get older and a sign of maturity is that you are independent of anyone and you are self-reliant. But I feel like, as God often does in Scripture, he turns things on its head, doesn't he? And I felt like the Lord saying, that's childish to think that you don't need anyone at all. That's a childish response. Actually, the childlike response is, I know that I need God. I know that there's things that I bring. I know that there's things and skills that I do but I know I can't do it on my own. I know that I can't, um, that I'm not meant to do it on my own, and I know that I need God. And so, um, that is what God is asking us to do. I think as we go out and as we are um, chatting with people, as we are trying to hear God's voice, as we're maybe trying to figure out God and all of this, he wants us just to come as we are with a childlike wonder and amazement at who he is, at trying to figure it out. He doesn't mind if you don't quite get it. That's, that's our God. That's what he wants. There's this great story in, um, in the scriptures 
about a, um, which I think kind of just paints this picture a little bit for me, about a centurion who, goes to G- who asks Jesus to heal his servant. This is a man who's very well respected, who has authority, who has influence. He's not checking his head out at the door, his brains out at the door. But he knows as a man who, who um, is a military man, he knows that there is something that he cannot do and he knows that he cannot heal his servant and he knows that he needs to go. So this is a, a Gentile, somebody who wasn't brought up in the Jewish faith, but he knows that he needs to go to Jesus because that's what Jesus can do. And Jesus says, there's only a couple of times in Scripture where he says that, but Jesus says to the crowd around him who would have been mostly Jewish people, he says, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. That faith of knowing that there's some things that only Jesus can do doesn't mean you have to check out life and check out who you are at the door. It means you bring all of that to this and you find Jesus in that. So that's, that's really the main thing that I wanted to share this morning. Just that reminder. And um, we're going to have an opportunity to pray um, now as we finish. And um, I just want to encourage you, if you feel like maybe you have... Well, actually, firstly, I feel like for some, you have been told that you have to check your brains out of the door, that you can't question, that you can't be inquisitive, that you can't ask questions. Um, I'd love to pray for you. I'd love you to bring that to the Lord as well because the Lord wants to say to you very specifically, I love your questions. I love that you're asking and wrestling this and I'm going to meet you in the wrestle. I don't expect you to have it sorted to come here. And I think for some of us, we might just feel, you know, yes, we've chosen that in the past, but we've kind of forgotten. We've kind of decided, like some two-year-olds do, that I'm actually 25 and I can make my own decisions. Thank you. I don't need any help. And I just felt the Lord, you know, there's grace in that too. The Lord isn't there as a parent going, you know, how can you behave like this? Why don't you understand? Because a two, you know, because a young child needs nurturing and care and instruction and so the Lord wants to do that with you as well. The other thing that um, we're going to be doing over the next few weeks is uh, we have a real heart to pray over and, and equip really everyone in our community as we go out into our everyday. Our heart is that Um, We would grow in hearing God's voice. We would grow in seeing what God is doing. And we would grow in the courage to step out. And so, um, so we would like to, over the next three weeks, pray for specific groups of people. Now, what we want to say is we're going to, every week we're going to put a list up of different professions or areas of life. 
And we've tried to make sure that we capture everyone over the three weeks. However, if you don't see your specific profession or the stage of life that you're in up there, but it links with something, please stand up. Okay? It's not a, this is the total list. If you're not up there, you're not going to get prayed for. Our heart was just to want to embrace everyone and as many as we could to equip and to pray and to release. Does that sound okay? So there will be a slide that will come up for this week um, in a minute, not just yet. Um, And then we'll do that. So let's stand together. I guess just, um, if we can all just close our eyes, let's just start with, I just want to pray for us about sort of having faith like a child. And then we'll go from there. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord. You know, our songs this morning were about how you are a good, good father. And Jesus, you really are a good, good father. And we thank you for that. We thank you that in that, that you desire us to mature and to become more like you. And Father, we just say, Lord, where we have been childish and dug in our heels, we ask for your forgiveness. Lord, help us to be abandoned with you. Help us to have that wonder and that awe in who you are. Again, Lord, for those of us who've maybe never had that father, just pray that you would come and show that to us. For those of us who felt like we've lost it, Lord, would you come and restore that to us? But Father, that we would be childlike with you. Also, just want to encourage you that if you would like some prayer for this specifically, I'd love you as we get to the end of the service just to grab somebody to pray with or come forward and we'll pray for you in that. Because um, we'd love to, to just support you as you do this journey with the Lord. Okay. I realize I've asked you all to stand and I actually need to ask you to sit down again. <laughs> So um, if we could just flick up the slide. So we're going to do care and health care and education. Like I say, next week and the week after, we've got different areas, and we've tried to cover all stages um, and professions and, and things. So if this is you, if you fit into any of these categories, even if your thing isn't up there, but you, but you know that that's where you fit into, I'd love you to stand. Would you stand now?